Viter in Shas. We are on Daf Kuf Yud. Picking it up at the top of the page by the Mishnah. By the Mishnah. Zok the Heilige Mishnah. Hamotzi Shtar. This is number six of seven of Admon's Shtiklach. Hamotzi Shtar Chova Chaver. Uvin pulls out a Shtar and he says, Look, Shimon, you owe me money. 100 bucks. Mahalo Hotzi. And the other one, Shimon pulls out a Shtar and he says, Look, Shamachalo Asada, you sold me a field. So therefore, it must be, says Rashi, that your Shtar is false, it's falsified, it is uh, forged, or it's already paid back, because if it would be that I was chayv to you, then I never, you never would have sold me this field, uh, you would have said, hey, are you the money? Admin Omer, Admin says, Yochel Omer, he can go and say, Shem and say, Ilo Yisra Chayv Lecha, if I was really chayv to you, Ha'ilacha li'ipara eshelcha, kishemachart ha'lisasada, you should have got back that which I owe to you when you sold me the field. We showed him explain we're going with the fact that we're going with the assumption that he's selling the field because he needs money. But if he really needed the money and it really belonged to him, then he would have just said, give me the money back. And as soon as he gave him the money, he wouldn't have given him the field anymore. They say, right, so therefore, he has a tiny to say, nice try, I don't know you nothing. They say, what are you talking about? The guy was really smart that he did such a move because now he's able to go ahead and hold on to that field as a mashkin. Meaning, Reuven was scared. If I go to Shimon and say, give me 100 bucks, you're not going to give it to me. You're going to say, you don't have any property, you have nothing, you have no movables, no metatolins, I can't get it from you. But now that I sold you this field, I could go and say, ah, you see, you owe me money and give it to me from that field. So really, this is a good, uh, we, we, do, we do trust this, uh, this whole matzav, and Reuven can claim on Shimon, his hundred bucks. My time of what's Pshat and Rabbanon? Shabbat Like, what's Pshat the Chachamim say that he's able to pull this move and it works? Did not say a good move over here by saying that clearly this whole thing was really a lie in the first place because he wouldn't have given up the field? Says the Gemara, Ba'asra. Now, this depends what's going on over here. We got to figure out what exactly the machlokas was. Ba'asra, the obvious, Zuzliva Hadakas Vishtare. There's a machloka. It depends. On, there's different places deal differently. You have some places where they give money and then they read a star. And sometimes they write a star and then they give the money. In a place, in a town where they go ahead and they give the money. And then after they give the money, then they write the star. Then everyone's going to agree. Admon and the Chacham are going to agree that he could say, in other words, just take that money and run. Because you could say, ha, you gave me the money, sucker, because you owed me the money and our deal is over now. But the fact is that you gave the land afterwards when the star wasn't yet written and then you decided to go and write it up and do a whole shtikotayra must be that your star is really false and therefore um, I don't owe you nothing. So that's where even the Chachamah are going to mask him. That Ruvain does not have to, that, I'm sorry, that Shimon can say to Ruvain the fact that you went through with this whole matzah must be, I don't know you nothing. So what is the Machlokas? In a place where first they write the star and then they give the money. Admon Savar, Admon holds. If it's really true that this whole thing was to do a shtikotor like the Chachamah wanted to say, that, uh, oh, to hold on as a, as a security that you can't mess me over after, that if he lay the mimsa the moda, he should have given over moda. In other words, Rashi says, ve'ini mocha. I would go get the Edom and say, I'm only selling this in order to make sure I'm able to be Mamaskin and hold the security against him to mess him over to, until he pays me. Not to mess him over, but in order to hold it on him, on his head to pay me. They say, like we saw before, a friend is a friend, and one friend is a friend's friend, and therefore those Edom are going to go and tell him, and then this whole plan won't work. He's not going to take the field, not going to give you the money, and you're going to end up with nothing. So therefore, um, you can't tell it to someone 
someone else. The only way to do it is actually pull the shtick. So that's why that's the Machokas Admon and the Chachamim. And now the final Mishnah of the seven of Admon's shtiklach. Shnaim Shotziu Shtachov Al Each one pulls out a star on the other one. Rashi says, Ruven Al Shimon Vishimon Al Ruven. Right? Shtar Shahotzi Ruven Muktam Vishal Shimon Muchar. Ruven pulls out a star saying, Here, you owe me money. And that's dated January. And the other one, Shimon has one that's dated afterwards, right? Okay, February, whatever it is. Okay, so each one goes and says that you owe you owe me money. Admon Omer Admon says that Shimon can say to Reuven, the second one who was a star afterwards can say, If I was really chai from you, then you wouldn't have lent from me. It doesn't make any sense. So the fact that you let that, that that you're able to that you you actually came to borrow money from me after you claim I borrowed from you must mean that I actually didn't borrow from you. Uh, she says, You should just ask for the chov. In fact, you didn't. Must be there is no chov. No, Each one gets their own thing. Ruvain collects the, the that whatever Shimon owes, whatever it says in the star, and Shimon gets it from Ruvain. Which sounds a little bit strange, but we're going to see in the Gemara. Rashi says, "Afilo achov shave, eno mam yaakiv ze milva shel shchavero b'shvil milva shel avur ella based in yarden lenichse kol echad umagbin lekishenegdo eschovo." You don't say is hold and yours all into mine, but the basin goes in and takes and, and takes the chov that each one owes from one the other. Yitmar zok the heilig Gemara shnayim shotzu shtar chov ze alze. You have two people; they go and bring out a shtar chov each on the other. We're going to see right now the Gemara is going to. Go Go into a whole discussion about if they each have. You say, you know, Reuven says to Shimon, you owe me hundred dollars, and Shimon says to Reuven, you owe me hundred dollars. So then, clearly, all that's going to happen is that each one, there's no reason for him to give one and the other one to give it back to him. So we must be talking about a case where they don't have the money to pay it back, and what they're going to be paying it back is in some other way. They're going to pay it back with land. So now, here comes the case. This one gets from Reuven, takes from Shimon, and Shimon goes takes from Reuven. Of Shimon says. What's pshat? of just switching over. Uh, um, wh- why would I go ahead and take one bag and put on a, you know, switch bags? What's the point of switching the bags if it's exactly the same thing? Rashi explains, I'm carrying two bags on my shoulders. One on my right shoulder, one on my left shoulder, and they're each way exactly the same. What would be the point of switching the right one to the left and the left one to the right? Makes no difference, makes no sense. Each one holds on to what they have right now, and you move on with life. Shalom al Yisrael. Now, just to note what's going on over here, it's not the same thing as our Mishnah that happened. In our Mishnah, Admon was saying the whole thing is Batam of because it never would have happened. Like, I wouldn't, it wouldn't, you know, if, if you would have lent me the money, you wouldn't have borrowed money from me. And the Chachamah is saying, no, each one can flip it. But over here, what it's saying is that that if you have Shtaim Shotzi, Shtaim Chov Zel Zer, Rav Nachman Amar Zegova, Zegova, each one gets their claim, like the Chachamah were saying. And Rav Shesh is saying another shtickle. He's just saying, like, what's the point here? But he's not necessarily saying that whole thing's Batam of like, there's no point in doing this. So therefore, everyone keeps what they have. Okay, now, says the Gemara, now, the Kuli Alma, everyone agrees, that we, first important to know, three different types of land. There's something known as Edis, that's a, the top of quality type of land. And then we have Bainanis, which is the middle quality, you know, the Goldilocks quality, middle quality. And then you have Ziburis, which is the Chrefti quality, the worst quality. The general rule is that if somebody owes somebody else money, like if you owe me money and I come, you don't have anything, I can collect from your property, I'm only allowed to collect from Bainanis, right, or less. I can't take from 
uh, either. So I can only take from the Goldilocks, that middle ground, the average field. I can't take from the superior superior of the top, top quality land. We'll call it one, two, and three. One being the best, two being the you know middle, and then three being the, the lowest level. So I'm only allowed to take from two and down. I can't take from above that. Now, there is a discussion that, uh, right, and now, it's interesting is that a person would generally rather have a smaller piece of land if it's better quality than a bigger piece of land that is less quality, even though they end up being the same amount of value. Okay, that's that's important to know. And if uh, the person owes the money, all of them have the same, they're the same level of land, then he can take whatever's there, even if it's the top level. All right, so now... The Kuli Alma Idis Idis, everyone agrees, meaning Rav Nachman and Rav Sheshis, who we just brought up right now. The Rav Nachman said that Zegov Zegover and Rav Sheshis says, why would I go and flip it over there? They agree that if it's Idis Idis, Bainis or Bainis, and others, Ruven is Idis and Shimon is Idis. Ruven is Bainis, Shimon is Bainis. Zibo is Zibo, so they have each one of those. Vanda Fuchimetatu. This is just like the switching back shtickle, and there's no reason to go and switch. Kipligi, where are they arguing? De Isle Lechad Bainis or Lechad Ziburis. Oh, one of them has Bainis, and the other one is Ziburis. Ziburis. Rav Nachman Savi says, Zegova Vezegova. Each one can go and collect. Kasavar Bishalol Hain Shaman. This opens up a whole nother machlokas, and that is, when we're trying to evaluate the person's field, if I come to you and I say, hey, you owe me money, you owe me money, and I, but you have a bunch of fields, now, what, what do we say when we're saying the fields you have, what's the value of the field, level one, two, or three? Do we do it based off the fields you have, so it's relative to what you have, or do we do it that's known as bishalohin shaman, or do we say bishal kol adamin shaman? It's nothing to do with what your fields are, it goes according to the market value. So now we go and look over here. Nachman Savar Zegova Zegova Reuven takes from Shimon and then Shimon takes from Reuven. Why? Because Savar Bishalohin Shaman he holds that you evaluate the value of the land based off the person you're dealing with right now. So what that means is that if you if if I come to you and you have two fields and if you and you know the world will look at it like a level two and a level three. However, right now, since to you that's all the lands you have, that means it becomes a level one and a level two. And therefore, you would only have to give me the lowest level, Ziburis, even though normally I should be able to get Bainanis, but your Bainanis now becomes an Idis. It goes up a level. And therefore, you can go and give me this uh, this Ziburis, which is now called Bainanis, which is this level three, which becomes level two. Asi Bal Ziburis. So therefore, let's put this into like names, the people terms. This guy's named Ruvain. He has a field which is a level three field. He goes to the other guy and he takes a Bainanis field. Now, that level two field that now Ruvain owns, he owns a level two and a level three field. But that jumps up a level now. Level two becomes level one and level three becomes level two because that's his best land and his second best land. And then what happens? And then the second guy, Shimon, goes and he takes the lower level land and uh, it turns out that Ruvain actually ends up gaining. So it's not just like a swap for nothing. He says, Why would I go and switch bags? Because he holds, but shall call other main shaman. They go according to not their own personal land value, but rather they go according to the value of the market value. So, like we said before, sof sof kiyosahu, at the end, when the second one comes to get, he's just taking his own bainanis. How does that work? Ruvain has level three. He goes to Shimon, who has a level two. He takes his level two. It remains level two and level three. Then Shimon comes back and just takes a level two back because he's allowed to take from the maintenance. So there's no reason for taking anything. 
period. But now the Gemara has a question. Rav Nachman, the way the Rav Nachman explained it, that Ruvain, who's a Balziburis, who has a level three property, goes to Shimon, who has a level two property. Why is it that you start from there? Rav Nachman, my cousin is Balziburis, Reisha. Why did he go first? Lacey Balbain in his Reisha, Valigbe Ziburis, Valadel Valigbe Niele. Why don't we say Shimon goes first? He takes level three and he brings it back to, and he takes it, he takes three from Ruvain. And according to Nachman, then level two and three become level one and two. And then he just end up with the same land. And it goes back to the same thing. There'd be no point in doing this. We're talking about a case. The only time Nachman would apply is when Ruvain was the first one who was Tovea Shimon. And then that's the way that we go in that particular order. But if not, then you'd be right and you wouldn't do anything. In the end of the day. When they come to actually collect, when they actually end up in court, Rashi says, Both they're coming at the same time. So there's no Kedima here. So we can't say that's the, the discussion between Menachem and Rebsheshah. So we got to come up with another answer. It says, Where's the Machlokas? The Islay. Where does the discussion come up? Where one of them has level one level, right to the top level, and the middle, number two. The other one is level three. We go according to your level. What you have, that will give you the numbers one, two, and three relative to your land. That goes relative to the, the market value. So in this circumstance, what's going to happen is that Ruvain is always going to gain. We're talking about a case where Ruvain has level three land, the worst one, and Shimon has levels one and level two. So what happens? Let's say Ruvain comes and he takes first. What does he do? He goes to Shimon. He takes level two land, right, of Shimon's because he can't take level one. So he takes level two. It now becomes that he owns a level two land and a level three. But level two and three, because Rav Nachman says that we go relative to himself, become one and two. And now when Shimon comes to take it back, he can't take level one. He can only take level two, which is level three. And so he takes level three, and he ends up losing out, and, Sh- and Ruvain ends up gaining over here. And what happens if we do it the opposite way? Shimon comes to collect. Now remember, Shimon has levels one and level two, and Ruvain has level three. So Shimon comes and he collects. He's going to go take that land because that's all he has. So now he owns level one, two, and three. And then Ruvain comes, and he takes the middle one, and Ruvain ends up with the Bainis. So either way, Ruvain is going to end up gaining in this circumstance. And the other opinion is Rav Sheishes from our Savar Bishal Kol Adam Hinshaman. You go according to the rel- relative to the market value, not according to what you have or don't have. So therefore, Rav Sheishes, <clears throat> if Ruven comes and he takes first, remember Ruven has level three. So what does he do? He goes and he takes Shimon's field, which is level two, and then Shimon comes and he takes it back because according to him it goes to the, the, the market value, and everyone gets what they what they had. Now Rashi points out, but that's only if Ruven goes first. What if Shimon goes first? Then Taka there'll be a difference. So he says nine. You don't, uh, we wouldn't say that Shimon goes first. You know why? Says Rashi, we came in about Dadi also, they came at the same time in the Big Bay. Yavi based in Bainanis, Labal Ziburis, Beresha. First, you give the one who has Bainanis to the Bal Ziburis, level two to level one. The Hadar Gavile Mine, Hilka Hafuchi Matrisu, ends up being the, you know, you flip back the same thing. Why is that? Because that's the way that it works. The, the general laws that you get to take from the Bainanis. And since the person who has the Bainanis, that's where we start from. So to bring you all the way back to the beginning of the Gemara, it said, Itmar, Shtayim Shetu Shtachov Zalzev, Ruven was a Shtar, and the Shimon owes him, and Shimon was a Shtar, Ruven owes him, all they have his land. Rav Nachman says, Gove Zeh, uh, Rav Nachman Amar Zeh, Gove Vezeh Gove, and Rav Shesh is somehow Fuchem, um, Hafuchem, 
<clears throat> excuse me, it's just a, a switching of metag, so you're just switching bags of it, so there's no reason to do anything. Now we understand what the cases we're talking about. But now we're going to ask a kasha on Rav Sheshis from our Mishnah. So now we look to the Mishnah. We had a machlokas in our Mishnah, and the Chacham said in the Mishnah, this one gets and that one gets. So what that seems to be saying is that each one is going to get something over here. Rav Sheshis is saying that nothing happens over here. How are you going to deal with our Mishnah, my friend? I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. How are we going to deal with our Mishnah of Sheshis? Tirgum of Nachman Alibi of Sheshis. He came out to explain according to Rav Sheshis. He says, Kegon We're talking about a case where one borrowed for 10 years and the other borrowed for five years. So in such a case, it's not one cancels out the other because they have different timing on each one of them. Now, what in the world is going on here? You want to say that the first one that borrowed, meaning Shimon, reading Ruvain says to Shimon, you borrowed from me uh, for 10 years. And then the second one, Ruvain came afterwards and he borrowed for five years. Baha Lema Admon does it make sense that Admin says that's where he would speak up over there? Not true, because his time didn't yet come. So therefore, he can't even claim such a thing. Ella must be what's the case. We're talking about a case that Shimon borrowed for five years, and then Ruvain borrowed for ten years. Ruvain laid to Shimon for five years, and then Shimon, and after Ruvain borrowed from Shimon for ten years. Now, what's the case over here? If you want to say that... The time arrived before the second loan was taken out. In other words, Ruvain lent money to Shimon for five years, and then it was five years came, and only then he went and he borrowed from him. My time at the Rabbanon, what's shot in the Rabbanon is why would the Rabbanon say that Ruvain's uh, star works? Because if it was really a good star, then Ruvain wouldn't have borrowed money from him. He would have said, pay me back what you owe me. And the fact that he borrowed money from him must be that actually it's no good. Vida Lomat of the time hadn't yet come. So then the flip, Halomat Zimne, then Ruvain is not able to go ahead and ask for the money because it's not time yet. Umay time in the Admon, what's shot in Admon, that he's saying that it was a Shtar Mazuf, it was a lie. If Ruvain wasn't able to get for the payment of the loan yet, how could he say that the fact that he doesn't do this must be that it's false? Says Gemara, The very next day, he's owed the money. So on that last day, he goes and he borrows the money from him. The Chacham say that a person would not borrow money for one day. Sorry, will, 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 will. A person would go ahead and borrow money for one day. He needs the money. He's stuck. So now, the fact that he's borrowing money from him is not saying that he's lying because he really needed it right then. He couldn't get the other one. A person wouldn't go ahead and borrow money for one day. The fact that he borrowed it must mean that the whole thing was Mazuyaf and nothing to talk about. So Rav Sheshit is still up and alive. We tried to knock him out and he's still alive. Rami Barchama, he gives another answer. Remember, the Chachamim seem to be saying differently than Rav Sheshit. He's saying that the Chachamim had said, each one collects from the other, where Rav Sheshit is saying that nobody collects anything. Says, Rav Sheshit, and here we're dealing with Yisomim, uh, means to say what? That is, that one of the people who was trying to tie over your claim, he died, and the Yisomim here are trying to go get the money that owed to him. Yasmi Migbe Gavi. The Allah is that Yisomim are able to go and collect loan that their father made. Agbuye Lomagbinin Minayu. But we're not allowed to collect 
uh, from the father's debts from them. And that's what the Chachamim are talking about, and therefore they don't cancel each other out because one of them you're able to collect. And Rav Sheish is talking about not like that case, and therefore there'd be nothing. Uh, but the Mishnah says this one collects and that one collects and according to you it's only one of them is able to collect so, no we have said to mean this one collects one shouldn't be able to but Einlo is not able to at this stage I think about Abba Rava Shtechu was there. I have two ways to knock that off. To back to bring back a question. The Chad does the Zegova Zegova Katani. It says those Zegova Zegova. So don't tell me that Roi Ligvos. Vaod Lagbinu Ara Liasme Valeder Valigbinu Minayu Kedar of Nachman. Just give the land to the orphans from the one that owes it to them, and then go back and take it back. Kedar of Nachman. Rav Nachman says that Rav Nachman and Rav Ravua Yisomim should go to Karka B'Chovas Avin. If Yisomim take. Karka for, for the chov of their father, Bal chov chos v'govo samehan, the Bal chov is able to go and take it back from them. So hajo kush the dukh, they says the Gemara, kasha, good kasha. As always, when the Gemara ends with kasha, there is an answer, but uh, you got to search the Rishonim for it. But now we try to answer it anyway. Says Gemara, Why don't we just set up the Mishnah talking about a case where the Yusalmim, they have land, but it's Ziburis. The other guys did a Zibanus. In that case, the orphans go and they take Zibaris, And then they're going to go pay him back with Ziburis. The Inami Bishel Kol Adam Heim Shomen. Even though, like Rav Shesh is told, we go according to the, the we go Yachasi to the whole world and not according to this particular owner, what he owns here. And therefore, the one who's, who, the debtor, would have to pay the land of Bainanis, even if it being his best. There's a particular lacha when it comes to Yisomim that you can only take Karka, which is Ziburis, and not Bainanis. Therefore, they could do this shtickle here. And that would be that even that the, the, the would show you that that according even according to Rav Sheshis, if you collect the loan, it wouldn't be for nothing because the Yusomim would end up gaining by switching out their Ziboris for the other one's Bainanis. And for the Gemara, that doesn't work. When is it true that we say we collect only from Ziboris? That's where he didn't already take the Bainanis. But if you already grabbed the Bainanis, then Taka it would work and doesn't have to give it back. So in our case, we're dealing with over here that the guy already has the bean in this that they want to go and get. So therefore, it's like he, they took it from them. So there you have it, folks. All of Admon's seven rulings. Next Mishnah, new topic. There are three lands when it comes to three different areas. With, and we're talking about in Eretz Yisrael as in, in regards to mawage. Mawage is what brings us together. That is, as Rashi says, if you marry in one of these three, you can't force her to go to move to another of the three that are there. Yehuda, Ve'ever Yardin, Ve'agaliel. These are the three different areas. You can't go and make and force her to go from one city to another. Or you can't go from one town to another town. Or from one city to another city. Um, if they live, let's say, they live in Yehuda. So you can't go and force her to go from a a uh, ear, which is a town in Yehuda, to a, another ear, which is in uh, Galil. Umikrach lekrach, or from a city in one of those areas to a city in another one. Aval ba'osa aretz motzin me'ir le'ir umikrach lekrach. But if they live in the Galil, then he can he can force her to move from one town to another town, or from one city to another city. And if not, as we're going to see, 
than uh, they can get divorced without having a ksuba. Beep, turn the page. You can't go from a town to a city or from a city to a town, even though it's in the same, you're in the same area, in the same Galil. You can't go and switch. You know, people just, uh, they, we'll, we'll see why. We'll explain. You can make your wife move from a place which is not so good to a place which is better. Not from a place which is good to a place which is bad. The Rishonim explained, what does that mean, good and bad? It means a place where the food is plentiful and the food is cheap, that's good, and the opposite is going to be bad. So I can make my wife go from Galil, one city to another city in Galil, as long as I'm going from the same thing or from to a better matzav, but not going to a worse place. You're not even allowed to move her from a bad place to a good place. It's hard to switch from a bad to a good. The Rashi explains that when you're in a good place, it could harm you physically when you're coming from a bad place. Rashi says, as a goof, um, it's a goof, it like stresses on the body. And therefore, the gift of sickness is coming upon them. Says the Gemara, we understand that a wife doesn't have to move from a city to a town because a city has everything. And you go to a little town, you don't have everything that's over there. My time. Why can't you go from a small city to a big town, from a, from a small town to a big city? living in the city is hard. the Pesach says, This is uh, the Pesach in the Chemim, where they're coming back from Bavel. It says, wow, they would go ahead and they bless the people that decide to live in Yushalayim. It's harder to live in the city. Next part of he said, that a husband is not allowed to force his wife to move even from a bad place to a good place because it could be hard for the body. My bodic, what does that mean that it's hard? What does that mean that it's challenging? When you change your routine, it's the beginning of sicknesses of the stomach. Rashi says, I feel it even for good. Right in the safer called Ben Sira. This is also found in Sanhedrin, the Gemara, a bunch of statements over there that we find at the end of the Bayes Rishon. Bayes Rishon is a book there. That Kol Yimei Ani Ra'im, first it's quoting a Pesach in Mishle. All the days of a poor person, they are Ra'im, they are bad. What do you mean? But we have Shabbos and Yontav, which is good. If you have a change of, of pace, it's going to be, it's, a, it's a bad for the stomach. And even if you go to eat the whole week, not good food, and the week on Shabbos, if you eat good food, it's a change that causes stomach illnesses. But Siromi adds this. Avlelos, not only is it that all the days are bad, the Pusik says, call you May on your eye, but even the nights, Avlelos, you think he goes to sleep, he's at least he can enjoy his sleep. And he says, no, why? Because Bishfal Gagam Gago, at the bottom of the all the roofs are his roof, right? Because he lives on the lowest place, which he can afford. On the top of the mountains is his caram, is his vineyard. The rain goes from one roof to another until finally falls on his roof. And therefore, it keeps him up all night because it's bang, 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 bang. And the soil, his, his vineyard on the very top, it gets blown away to all the other vineyards. Therefore, he gets messed up. Even at night, he's not able to, to have a good time. Next, Mishnah. A person can force everyone to go to Eretz Yisrael. Rats is a they're going forced to go and live in Yerushalayim, but you can't force them to leave Eretz Yisrael. That, that you can't do. If they're living there, you can't go and force to live somewhere else, even if it would be, so to speak, better. 
Everyone can go and force to go Yerushalayim. You can't go forward and leave Yerushalayim. This is men and women. Even a woman's allowed to To go and live there. If you don't want to move with me, fine. Divorce me. Give me my Like it says explicitly. Next, Israel. Now we deal the case of cash money. If they go and they get married in Eretz Israel, they get divorced in Eretz Israel. No the gift from the money of Eretz Yisrael. What are we talking about over here? We're talking about the fact that when a person goes in as a ksuba, it says that he's have to pay 200 dinar. But it doesn't say which type, meaning to say that we know that uh, dinar was like a, a type of currency that's used in Eretz Yisrael and other places in that area. But the value was different in different countries. So no sin la mimos, if he gets married and divorced in Eretz Yisrael, he gives a mimos Eretz Yisrael. No sin la mimos, if he gets married in Eretz Yisrael, the gersh be kaputkia, and they get divorced in kaputkia which is another land, then no Eretz Yisrael, you can give for the money of Eretz Yisrael, even though the value of, is more in Kaputkia. No Eretz Kaputkia, if you married Kaputkia, if you get Eretz Yisrael, you can divorce Eretz Yisrael, no Eretz Yisrael, you can give for the money of Eretz Yisrael. Arashim Gamliyelom, he says, no Eretz Kaputkia. He says, no, nothing doing. If they got married in Kaputkia, even they got divorced Eretz Yisrael, he has to give money from Kaputkia. Greater value over there. Not say Isha Kaputka, he gets married in Kaputka. The Gerisha Kaputka gets divorced in Kaputka. No, Slavi Mavos Kaputka has got to give the money from Kaputka. Says the Gemara, Hakol Mailin, when it says you'll have to force someone to go there to sell, what are you coming to include? We're saying Hakol. Whenever it's also in Hakol, it means you're including someone. La Suya Vadam, this is including an Evid Ivri. In every day, every year, so if we can force him to come and move with you, I says, "Hayulo Eved Israel, Yelecha Eved Acharav Al Kochi is to go against as well." Well, I'm not the Tanya for the Mehedya, and one according to the one who says that that was explicitly written in the Mishnah. Lasui, my what's coming to include? Lasui, me Nave Ayafel and Nave Ra. What it means to say is that leaving from a Nave Yafa, a nice place, they had a nice beautiful place outside of Eretz Yisrael. To the place is a bad place there to sell. They can go and enforce it, even though it's a bad place because it's going to itself. Ain't I called Motzian when it says you're not allowed to go and be Motzi. Everyone, let's see. What does that mean? That uh, who's that coming to include? Lasui Eved Shabarach Michutz Laaretz Laaretz. That is that. If you have an Eved Kinani who runs away from Chutzar Teretz Yisrael, you can't force him to leave. Darmin and we say to him Zabni Achavazil. Sell this guy over here, and then get out of here. You go back to Chutzarts if you want, but he's got to stay. That's in order to increase the living, the amount of people that are living in Eretz HaKodesh. Look to Gemara, call my island, Yushalayim, everyone goes up to Yushalayim, what's including? That means if you live in a beautiful place outside of Yushalayim, you can force to go to a place which is not a beautiful in Yushalayim. You can't have them force to Yushalayim, what's it including? Even if you leave Yushalayim, a not, a, a, a not such a nice place in Yushalayim, to go to a place that's beautiful outside of Yushalayim, you can't force a person to move. They've And since it said... In the Reisha, the Lashon of Ein Motzian, Tana Sefer Nami Ein Motzian. We said also in the Sefer, because we didn't really need to say it in the first place, because we already know this halacha, because we said you can force someone to move to a place which is less Gishmak in Yushalayim. Clearly, you, you can't uh, force someone to leave from that place. Tana Rabbanan, who am I Let's say he says, let's go to Eretz Yisrael, where he says, I tell you, Yushalayim. Who am I She doesn't want to go. Kofnas Halas, you force him to And if that takes up Ksuva, she goes out with no Ksuva. Here, Mary Shalalas, she says, let's go to Eretz Yisrael, let's move there. Who am I Shalalas? She says, nah, I don't want to go up over there. I don't want to move. you see, you have to. Vim Lo, Yotzi, Vitin Ksuva. She can divorce and gets her Ksuva. Here, Mary Shalalas, if she says she wants to leave Eretz Yisrael, Yushalayim. Who am I Shalalas? She doesn't want to. Kofnas Halas, she's a force her not to leave him. 
from Lav, and if she wants to go, that's fine. But Titzel Tzuba, you leave without a Ksuba. Who am I? Let's say, he says, let's leave. He omer shalom, let's say, then Kofel Shalom says, if it's not to go, Vim Lav, and if not, if you want to go, that's fine. But Yotzev, you think Ksuba, you can leave, but you got to give a Ksuba. No, say, Isha, a person gets married. Hagu for Kasha, now we have a Kasha, Katani, because it started by saying, No, say, Isha, married to Saul, the Gershva Kaputkia. If you get married to a woman, married to Saul, and you get divorced in Kaputkia, no, Saul, married to Saul, you give the money, married to Saul. Alma Bosa Shibu does it, and we go according to the Shibu where it originally started. And that was when they were in Eretz Yisrael. But Eima Seifa, what about if they said the Seifa? according to the place where you're actually collecting the money. This is the kulos of Ksuba that are taught over here. The whole list of kulos over here. This is one. Rash says, This is one of the kulos that they have. Must be the yolds that Ksuba is. And therefore, they're able to be mekel. Says the Gemara, Bishim Gamliel, he says, No, nothing doing over here. If you get married in Kaputki and divorce there to sell, no son law, Mimos Kaputki, you got to get for the money of Kaputki. Kasavik Subadaraisa, he holds, and it must be that it is Daraisa. That's where you started it, that's where you have to pay. Tonu Rabbanan, Mosi Shachova Chavero, let someone goes and pulls out the Shachov, says, You owe me money. Kasabal Bebavel, Magbeo Mimos Bavel. If the location of where it was written in is in Bavel, then you can pay him from the money of Bavel. Kosovo by Eretz Yisrael, like Bavel was Eretz Yisrael. Kosovo Stam, if it was written, it didn't say where it was. So then, Hotziu b'Bavel, Magbeo Mimos Bavel. If the lender pulls out the star in Bavel, then the borrower has to pay him from Bavel coins. Hotziu by Eretz Yisrael, he pulls out Eretz Yisrael, Magbeo Mimos Eretz Yisrael. If they pay him from Eretz Yisrael, Kosovo Kesef Stam. If the word Kesef was written. But it didn't say which type of kesef, because all different types of kesef that can be used. Rashi says, Mea kesef, veloperish im sloim, im dinarim, im pundionim, very different values. Mashiir tselova magbeo, the bar can pay him whatever he wants, even the smallest amount he can pay him. Even in Isser, Rashi says, I feel Isser, which is really small, because you know what's with of Araya. You said kesef, I said this amount. Mashiir giving suva, which is not the case with suba. Now, ahoy, what is that talking about? Amr of Meshasha, what's that going on? Aresha, he says it's going on the Resha. La fuke mi derebim shemengamliya, and it's coming against the shemengamliya, shemengamliya, da amr ksuba daraisa, who says that the ksuba is daraisa. Because the first part of the Bryce says that, that uh, the borrower has to pay the coins of the place where the debt happened, no matter where it goes and collect it. And then we say, the Tana says, this is not the case where it comes to the Ksuba, because according to him, it's got to be paid with any, wherever the location is, whichever one ends up being less. This Kula only works if you say the Ksuba is Darabanan. So therefore we see this goes against him. Shubham Gamliel says that it's Daraisa, and it's got to be treated like a loan. And um, where... Um, where all we care about is where the loan actually uh, where it actually took place. Kosovo Kesef Stam, Mashir Salova Magbeu. So we said if you write Kesef Stam, he could give it, he could he could give back whatever is whatever he wants as long as it's Kesef. I the Naska. Why don't we say that it means a bar? As she says, chatichos kesef, a piece of silver. Maybe that's what it means. It says. Um, we're talking about a case where it writes, I'm a bear, a coin. So you can't say it's a bar. They may pretend, and let me say that it's prutos. 
even smaller amount. Nobody makes prutos out of silver. It doesn't work. A person should always live in Eretz Yisrael. A field be irshiruba of the chavim in a place with most goyim are there. Valid the mechutzar don't live in chutzar. It's a field be irshiruba Yisrael even a place with most of Yisrael. She call a direct son who lives there in Eretz Yisrael. Doma kemishi yishalokah. It's like a person. He is a god. Call the mechutzar. It's doma kemishi in loyalokah. It's like a person doesn't have a god. Shenemar. Sorry, all you out there. Maybe it's time to come. Shenemar. I live in Eretz by the way. Shenemar lo says lachemes Eretz Kenan lios lachem lelukim. Right, to give you the land of God, to be your God. So what do we see over there? The fact that come to Eretz Yisrael and you're going to have a God. Says like a mar of a chol sheinu daiver Eretz Yisrael. Well, but but let's go with the arts. In lo lokai, no one doesn't live in Eretz Yisrael. Doesn't have a God. Well, Hashem is everywhere. El alomar lechatz. Come to tell you, call a daiver bechutzar. Tell me, lives in Eretz Yisrael. It's kilu oved of his kachav. It's like they're worshiping over the zara. V'chein b'David hu omer ki gershuni ayom miistapeach benachlos Hashem. They have driven me away this day from attaching myself to the heritage. Of Hashem, meaning Eretz Yisrael, Lemar lechavod Elokim Elohim Acherim, saying go serve other gods. Vchi mi Amar lo David lechavod Elohim Acherim. Did they say go serve other gods? Elolam lechavod coming to tell you, call Hadar v'Chutzlar it's kilo v'Chutzlar. Anyone lives in Chutzlar is as if they worshipped Avodazara. Wow, are we, my friends? I guess it's time to start packing up. If you, unless you live in Eretz already, then you don't have to pack. Maybe come do Shalayim. All right, my friends, we're going to stop over here. I want to wish all y'all a great, great day.